the Garden of Life. Welcome to the Rosh Hashanah and Parshas Nitzavim perspective. The Rosh Hashanah perspective is dedicated by Jordan Pollock and family. May they be blessed with a year of happiness, health, and success. The Rosh Hashanah perspective is in honor of the Rafuva Shalema, the complete and speedy recovery of Ravimintai Ben Shoshana, Leamensha Baskitl, and Shaul Ben Brita. The Rosh Hashanah perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. It is no coincidence that we always read the Torah portion of Nitzavim on the Shabbos before Rosh Hashanah. Parshat Nitzavim has some of the most fundamental principles in all of Judaism. Some examples include the idea of free will, the necessity of unity between the Jewish people, the ultimate redemption, the Geula Amitetz Vahashlema, and the practicality of Torah through all of time. The holiday of Rosh Hashanah has two unique roles. On the one hand, it is a day of judgment and reckoning. On the other hand, it is a day that we ask God, we ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be our King and Sovereign once again. These contrasting purposes require a diverse set of emotions. First, a feeling of repentance, a feeling of humility, and a feeling of remorse. Second, feelings of pride, importance, and significance because God wants us to crown Him as King. Hence, our parsha begins with a powerful statement from our greatest leader, Moshe Rabbeinu. You were all standing here before the Lord your God. Rashechim, your leaders, Shiftechim, your tribal leaders, Ziknechim, your elders, Veshatrechim, and your police officers, Kol Ishisrol, every man in the nation of Israel. Tapechim, your children, Neshechim, your wives, Vigarecha Asher, Bekerv Machanecha, and the convert in your camp, Mechotev Eitzacha, from your woodchoppers, Ad Shuev Mimecha, to your water carriers. Moshe Rabbeinu, on the day of his death, is reiterating to the Jewish nation that we must stand together when we crown God as our King once again. We must be united when our names are brought up in the heavenly court before God for judgment. And this unity and solidarity argue for us before God for a year of immense health, happiness, and success. It is imperative to understand that the unity of the Jewish people begin with the unity within ourselves. The Nefeshalakis, the godly soul, and the good inclination, the Yetzir Toif, and the animalistic soul, the Nefesh Bahamis, and the evil inclination, the Yetzirah. The unity of our education and knowledge with our emotions, passions, and feelings. The unity of our desires, hopes, and dreams with our reality and current situation. The Alter Rebbe, Rav Shneir Zalman of Liadi, the first Chabad Rebbe, gives us an example of this unity. He writes that life is like a garden, and there are many plants, flowers, and vegetation that perfect the garden. Each plant, each bush, each tree with its own features, colors, and fruit totaling the beauty and elegance of the garden. The Alter Rebbe explains that our diversity and uniqueness forms the Jewish people. First within ourselves, the balance of our character and nature with the wisdom and desire of a Baruch Hu, of our God. Then on a larger scale, the understanding of the many paths that lead us to the same place, a deep relationship with our Father, with God. Both of these steps are essential for symmetry and harmony and the beauty of God's garden. The Alter Rebbe continues that the biggest enemy of a beautiful garden is the unrestricted growth of weeds. Not only are they out of place and ruin the balance of the garden, but because they steal and rob the nourishment the earth gives to the other plants and flowers. In spiritual terms, the weeds are the actions we do that ruin our physical life, but steal the energy and the spiritual and holy energy we receive from God. 
We must realize that the main feature of a balanced garden is the longevity, the durability, and lifespan of its fruits, of its beauty. It will outlive us and survive for many years, gifting its serenity, gifting its peace to those desiring it. Similarly, a well-maintained spiritual connection pays dividends well beyond our physical life. We can teach our children and grandchildren who will teach their children and grandchildren what Jewish pride is, how to live a life of meaning, of purpose. But the most significant outcome of this continuity is continuing the legacy of those who established our garden, the legacy of our forefathers, Avraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. And so therefore, as we read Parshat Tzavim on Shabbos and listen to the amazing, beautiful sounds of the shofar on Rosh Hashanah, make a conscious decision to balance our garden. In our everyday actions, to the most personal of feelings, seek an equilibrium and understanding of our true selves. And on a larger scale, recognize the beauty of each soul and their path to our common goal, the total embrace of the one above. May we merit this Rosh Hashanah to unite and stand before God and receive a year of health and happiness, of purpose and of meaning and growth and success. There's a powerful quote of Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs. Life lives in the tension between our physical smallness and our spiritual greatness. Life is short, but when we lift up our eyes to the heaven, we walk tall. Have a meaningful Shabbos and inspiring Rosh Hashanah and a great new year. Oh, yeah, yeah.